From In the Beginning to the Musical Apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. Christians tell me all the time that Jesus carried the weight of all sin the day he died. Yet no one can describe with any clarity as to what that actually means. Was it heavy? Did it weigh him down on the cross? Was it painful? If so, in what way and why? How did he carry all the sins of the world if not everyone had been born and had a chance to sin throughout their lives? Why is there still sin? The flood, the death of his clone, nothing seems to be able to eradicate the things that make Jesus angry. Even after it all ends, people in hell will still be existing full of sin. Why carry the sin in the first place? Wasn't the whole thing about cleaning the slate with magical blood? Why does he now have to carry something? Just splash the blood on the sin and presto, sin be gone. Well, that is until Judgment Day when the Christian deity will judge you based on your sins, which will all be stored in special books. So much for that divine forgiveness. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? <laughs> Okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. Does, what do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Yeah. Today's special guest is author, chaplain, Rick Petsky. Welcome to the show, Rick. All right, thank you, brother. I appreciate being here. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for taking the time. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? Well, I'm a, I was a jail chaplain for many years. Hmm. I worked in a prison system. Uh, there was a time in my life where I was hooked on crack cocaine and drugs and alcohol pretty bad hmm. that uh, I needed to be set free, you know, and uh, I just wasn't happy where my life was going at times. I mean, even though God did a lot of miracles in my life from my birth all the way into present day, you know, I kind of wandered away, you know what I mean? I'm what they call the backslider, you know, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, when I went back to drinking and drugs, you know, it's like, I was in prison. I was never happy. She's one thing I found out when you live for God, once you have an experience with him, once you have that new birth thing, you, you can't forget him. It's like, where do hmm. you go? He's there saying, are you ready to come back home yet? No. Okay. Well, let me know when you're ready. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> like, you know, you can't enjoy being a sinner no longer. All of a sudden, your life is total. I mean, I would roll many crack parties. I'll be smoking crack and I'll be saying, man, God don't want us doing this, man. We shouldn't be doing this, man. <laughs> he goes, dude, you're ruining my high. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm sorry, I just know this is wrong. I don't know why I'm doing this. You know, it's, it's bizarre. It's like there's a battle going on. It's but interesting. Then, uh, I asked the Lord to set me free, you know, from the drugs. And he said he'll set me free, but I had to mean business with him. You know, and I, was, I, I mean, when he set me free, it was when I'm driving a truck. So, <laughs> so, oh, Lord, I need help. And he says, I'll set you free if you trust me. And I said, I do trust you. And all of a sudden, I smelled fresh cooked cocaine. And I smelled Jack Daniels. I said, Lord, this is not helping me. <laughs> I know this stuff that makes me think about the stuff because mm. you don't understand, son. You know, this is what was in your system. I purged you out. How do you feel? And I basically, 
Oh, wow. I felt, I felt great. It's been 25 years. I haven't had crack or alcohol, smoke, nothing. <laughs> he literally purged me out of my desire. And, uh, you know, stuff like that. It's just, my life has just been transformed by an unexplainable, you know, unexplainable things besides I believe it was Jesus. You know? Why it's do you think he did that? What's it? Well, why do you think he did that? Oh, <clears throat> well, God has a purpose for us, you know, and uh, I sometimes don't think we realize. See, I realize as I've been growing in the Lord and growing in life, that God's not just reaching out to me. He's trying to reach out to every man and woman alive huh. to circumstances, situations. Uh, that's why, you know, he's got a bunch of body believers that everybody's uh, being used and involved at times interacting with humans without even realizing it's God trying to slowly draw them out of the world they're presently in into the light of where his reality is, his presence. And it's like, you ever hear that scripture in the Old Testament? Line upon line, precept upon precept, here, there, there a little. I mean, it sounds like the prophet's just talking nonsense, but basically he's trying to say he doesn't want to overwhelm us, God. He just does a little bit at a time throughout our life to bring you to the light of where he's at. And he does it to huh. people and circumstances and even sometimes actually life experiences, you know, uh, you almost have a death experience or you almost be electrocuted and you're wondering, how did I survive that? Well, that's God intervening at that moment, giving me a wake up call. Hey, I'm here. You should have been dead. You know that, don't you? You know, I'd say, are yeah. you going to set me yet? Or are you going to keep, you know, denying what you see and what you feel? You so know? did God cause those circumstances? Yeah. I mean, all circumstances in life. I mean, there's no coincidence in life every day. You know, that's why the Lord says consider one day at a time because there's enough evil things you're going to be facing throughout that day. Everything that God's already aware of. And if you worry about tomorrow, you're going to miss what's happening today. You know, <laughs> so Christ always wanted us to be aware of what's happening now at the moment because he's always, you know, involved if we do let him. See, a lot of people don't understand God because of their lack of faith. You know, I mean, if you look up faith, it says faith is a substance of things hopeful and the things not seen. And also it says in Hebrews, you know, now they that come to God must believe that he is, and he's a reward of them that gently seek him. So hmm. basically, God's trying to tell us, if you want to experience me, you want to feel me and understand me and, and kind of understand my, what I'm trying to do in your life, you got to first believe that I'm actually there in your room at that time. Hmm. You actually got to believe that, you know, I'm listening and then I'm alert and I will speak to your heart if you keep an open mind and, and hmm. keep yourself Relax and don't try to overthink things and, and make sure, of course, see, don't get me wrong. This is God and angels are real, so are demons. So that's why it's important to read the Bible because usually it helps you discern a lie from God. Hmm. Because don't get me wrong, Satan will probably come to you in the spirit realm and whispering in your ears and stuff. You know, like, for example, uh, a voice comes to your mind and says, hey, jump on the building. The Bible says angels will bury you up. You should actually put it against the stone. He'll catch hmm. you. Well, he did do that for me once when I fell off a ladder. I cried, oh, Jesus did save me. and put me back on a ladder. That's what that idea of the cover was, where literally I was falling off a ladder backwards. And I said, oh, Jesus, help me. And all of a sudden, my body flies forward like Superman and grabs the bar. And, oh, thank you, Jesus. I say it or somebody will pesky. How did you get on the ladder, man? Uh, uh, angels? Oh, you're crazy. Get down here. <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> something put me on a ladder. Yeah, we don't care. We don't want to talk about They were freaked out. They don't want to talk about something you couldn't explain. You know? But now... Huh. If a voice tells me now, let's say, oh, go to First Star Bank, jump off the bank, God will catch you again. I'm going down and because that's tempting the Lord, you know. Hmm. Yeah, so we got to know his word to understand it. But see, when you're young in the Lord, he, huh. he 
he's, he bears with you. That's why a lot of people that don't even know God cry, oh, God, help me. If you get me through this, you know, I'll be grateful. And he don't have no clue who he is. But So, what, thank you for that, Rick. Because he's trying to teach him a little bit of his existence because he called on him at least. That's a stepping stone. Go ahead. Thank you for that, Rick. Um, so, as far as believing first, what happens if you don't believe first? Say God gives you this this thing, this trial, this sickness, this this uh, thing that's coming your way, this danger that's coming your way, and right. you don't believe first. What, what what happens then? Well, see, that's one thing where God comes in. See, that's why He says, "My thoughts are not your ways; my ways are not your thoughts." You know, basically, God's trying to see. We, we sometimes we don't understand God, and that's another thing I was going to try to share with you from the scriptures. You know, like I said, I should maybe later I will share this some of these scriptures to back up what I'm saying, but. God, in our circumstances, he knows we're like, we're, all right, basically what it is, we're all in a movie. We, you're right. in a movie, I'm in a movie. We're all playing right. a part right now. From your okay. birth until today, your life's been planned out. He already pretty well knows what you're going to decide and how you're going to end and what you're going to decide. Throughout. So God's written, directed, edited my yeah, movie already. The movie's already complete. That's why he's, he's in my alpha in the beginning, the first and the last, ending in the beginning. I mean, it's like alpha and omega. I mean, oh. I'm basically... You know, you're all planned. You were made in your mother's womb. He knew you were going to look like you, brother, and I was going to look like me. Our personality, everything about us. Not that you were programmed to be saved. He made sure each one of us had uh, a free will. So, in other words, we could choose either destiny. We could choose constantly be drawn to the evil side of our nature and kind of refuse the good side that God's trying to pull out of us to, to connect to us, or we're going to accept him and refuse the evil that we naturally were born with and go to uh, huh. the new heavenly birth, the new changing naturally. transformation of the spirit. You know, so, that's what they mean. Born again is basically say, basically have my his spirit come in and turn on the light, you could say. Because right now we got like an antenna that's connected to God. But after Adam Eve fell, we all broke that antenna. We no longer could hear him, understand him anymore. We broke that they, antenna. Yeah, we broke it. Be oh, oh it's me. Because whenever one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. Because of Adam, all of us died spiritually. We were all broken. So Adam broke my antenna. Right, basically, and he, right. They both uh, rejected God. They chose spiritual death instead of spiritual life. They thought being God was the answer, and that wasn't the answer. The thing is, they should have trusted God. God would have never told them to eat something if it's going to, you know, not help them. But he knew it was going to huh. destroy them and hurt them. He knew them. it was going to destroy them. I mean, if they knew, see, sure, the knowledge of knowing good and evil probably sounds like a good idea, but think of it. What uh -huh. Satan didn't tell him that You'll get to feel everything that goes with evil, pain, suffering, huh. murder, kill, you name it, everything opposite of good is now introduced into the world. I mean, death, that was never there until huh. they ate that fruit. Who and introduced then, that, Rick? What's that? Who introduced all that into the world? We all did. Adam and Eve did when they ate that fruit, the forbidden fruit. They passed it on to generations, the gene, hmm. to the, you know, just having children. It, did God know? Born, we're born spiritually dead. Did God, so God tries to do things in our circumstance to get it to, that we accept him as help, and then he turns on the antenna, fixes it, and also fixes oh, our antenna. I can hear you now, God. Wow, you are real. <laughs> I don't know how I missed you all those years. Because it's like he, he can, the connectivity put on, like me and you. When I was Excellent. talking earlier, you can hear me, but I could not hear you. So yeah, earlier, I'm talking yeah. To God, and you're like, you know, God talking to me, and I had no clue what you said. I don't hear you. Yeah. So that's how we are with God in the beginning. We're talking to God all the time about someone's law, and he doesn't hear us. We don't hear him because we're not in tune with hmm. him and his his mindset and what his purpose is. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So did God, thank you for that, Rick. 
Did God know that Adam was going to break my antenna? Well, that's just it. He already had a backup plan. That's just it. God, so he knows each step. He knows if you chose new and evil, what you were going to yeah. do and how you did. So he, he knew, knew he knew Adam was going to eventually break my antenna by eating right. the tree. Right. And he, so we're so all who put the tree there? broken antennas. That's the sad part. We were all spiritually blind. Well, the and sad part broken. is he makes me broken. Um, well, why did he? The tree is the part that broke the antenna, correct? Right. Well, the, right. the fruit and the, the disobedience fruit. to God. The fruit on the tree. This, who put the fruit the there? Fruit itself, the fruit represents disobedience. But who put the yeah. fruit there, knowing that Adam would eat it and break my antenna? Right. And so basically, God made a backup plan that someday he was going to have to sacrifice us. And to show that he still loved us and he wanted to help us. See, hmm. the thing is, I think God, I think things would have changed differently if they would have been clean with God. What, what did Adam and Eve do when they, after they ate fruit? Didn't they start blaming somebody else for their mistake? You know, our big excuse is when we make a fail or we said, well, this brother went to give me that bottle of whiskey. I want to drink it. Well, he didn't have to be there and he didn't have to buy the bottle. <laughs> you know what I'm just saying? <laughs> That's you all know, about accepting responsibility. Respect, yeah, accept the responsibility for your actions. Right. That's 100%. And, and yeah. that's what no, God wanted to. I'm going to take... He kept leading them on with questions like, uh, Adam, uh, where are you? Or, or, or who told you you were naked? He, he's trying to get them to come clean and say, I ate the fruit. I was stupid. Oh, the woman. It's her fault. And then the woman says, oh, wait a minute. There's that stupid snake in the tree. You know, blame him. And I was like, we're passing the buck. And wrong answer. Now, because mm. of that, the punishment had become. Now, if they would have mm. said, we have sinned. We were wicked. We should have never listened to him. Please have mercy on us. We were wrong. It might have been a different story. But see, hmm. God knew what we were going to do, what we weren't going to do. He knew what they were going to do. Hmm. That's why he had a plan that he says, all right, I'm going to have to end up dying for them. I want to show them. I'm going to. I do care for them. I'm going to have to sacrifice them, take their sins upon me because I'm a holy God. I kind of follow myself to be defiled with I just, them. I got to kill people. myself. Right. So like, <laughs> That's I'm my only option. Allow them to put me to death for their sins. Let me take their punishment that they deserve. We all deserve. Hmm. But then no. on the same side, the flip side is, well, Adam and Eve, they're the one that technically started the whole chain of offense, right? But then sometimes we think, well, why are you punishing me? God couldn't have been born uh, good and give me a choice to go fall. <laughs> you know, hey, so there's an idea. It's well, easy so to think that. But I want to go back to the responsibilities for your actions. Um, yeah, well, so like I said, if God sees you in the future accepting him, he's not going to allow that destruction at that moment to take your life. Understand what I'm saying? Yeah, when you're saying, is someone going to kill me, right? And uh, all right, let's say I'm going to be in a car accident. And according to the car accident, I should die that day. I okay. mean, that's how bad the car accident was. But if God sees you in the future, somehow coming to him, accepting him, calling you out, and he sees you're transforming your life, and it's, it's going to affect the future of other people helping him, them know him, he's going to spare your life. He's going to take you. But now if he so sees, God's let's say you're evil, and you just, you're just so, he sees no matter what he does. Whatever circumstances he allows, whatever it's in your way, he sees you never accepting it, ever. Then you could be taken out. Your time's up. So or God will only save you if you're going to worship and love him in the future. Yeah, if he sees you're going to accept him somewhere, you'll, you'll spare your life. That's a, that's, um, I don't see that as a good thing, though, Rick. No, no, I know. It's, it's a, if, because he doesn't like sin, he doesn't like evil, and if he doesn't see if there's any hope anymore, then he would probably end it, you know. Well, who created the sin and evil in the first than place? What's that? Who created the sin and evil? Who allowed the sin and evil to take well, over like this said, planet? 
Well, evil, I mean, it all started obviously when the fall happened, you know, Lucifer and uh, yeah, one third of the angels. I mean, it's what happened. When God was... wanted to always be God, and the angels, you know, were supposed to worship and honor him. But then there's a rebellion in heaven where these other demons or uh, angels yeah. and demons says, Hey, can I be? But that's God not really God? the question, though, Rick. I, I understand the, the Satan story and all that, but the oh, question okay. is, is who created evil? Who created evil? If God created everything, if God right. creates well, see, circumstances which we can call evil right. to test people. The thing is, right, God, you know, he knows both good and evil, okay? But he's the only one that's able to keep his nature controlled by the good. You know, he refuses to allow that part of uh, his knowledge to rule huh. his, his eternity. So he has evil mind. inside, he just represses it. Yeah, he, well, he, he doesn't let it rule him. He, he's that pure, that holy, that it doesn't even come up. He has knowledge of all this evil and what it does, but he's, you know, like he's God, he's able to actually turn it off. Somehow, you know, interesting. I, I, yeah, see, I, I find know, drowning I children even, evil. Yeah, Rick. Not, so I'm really Did not, he turn, he, I don't think he turns it off very well. <laughs> I know you're not oh. God, Rick, 100%. Um, I, but the evil part has to come from somewhere. If God created everything and right. he knew that Satan was going to sin in heaven, Right. And cause the fall of everybody, essentially. Eventually, yeah. 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 Right. So he created evil, knowing that this evil would do what it's going to do. Yeah. So well, why would God create why... evil on purpose? Okay. The simple reason is just like when we fall in love and we care for people. Uh, hmm. Would you, which woman would you love the most if you had a woman that had her own thinking, her own thoughts, <laughs> her own desires, and you got a person that's programmed for your every desire? You know, and they just, whatever you say is gold. You know what I'm saying? So you know, without evil, we're robots. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He didn't want a machine. And it, he knew there's a risk. We can't. That some of us wouldn't want nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? That we so, Rick, how does that work for heaven, though? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's sad to say all of us were born to decide what side you want to choose. You want to have evil to reset? You want to be self-dependent, independent for yourself? Only you, only you? Or do you want to be a giving person where... You want to share your life with everybody else. You know, that's why the basic thing Jesus emphasized is nothing but loving one another. He said, hmm. you know, if you love one another, then you're my kind of children. You're the kind of people that I can uh, communicate with. But if you don't love me, you don't love your neighbor, why would you want to be with me? You obviously don't want to be with me because you don't talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Who wants to be married to someone that doesn't want to love them back? So God doesn't want people in heaven if you don't love them back. So we need evil in order to love God back. He wants us to realize the choice of what evil feels like and what good feels like. And we have to choose. Do we want to stay resistant, uh, rebellious, and just love the selfish desires where we just only care about every need for ourselves only? Or are we going to be self-giving and giving ourselves to others? You know, well, that's what he's trying I, to get out of us. I don't need God to do that. I can be selfless without right. God. You know, I mean, right. I can decipher this on my own that giving right. is better than receiving for most part, right. that if we all stick together, you know, we can do better. Kumbaya, you know, we're all in this right. this thing together. Let's work together. Let's let's strive right. for that 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 goal of uh, communion, com camaraderie, all that. Right. Um, I, I don't need the God of the Bible who who planted the trees there on purpose, knowing it would cause the fall of man. And then later has to drown everybody because they're evil. Even the kids, the puppies, the kittens. I don't see all that as a good thing. Um, so I don't see we need evil to see good. I, I don't see that. The, it, 
then the extremeness of the evil that we're seeing parasites, cancer in kids, genocides, you know, all these different things that God somehow needs to show us that he's loving. I'm not sure I understand. And then if we're going to take responsibility for your actions, like we we are doing because our broken antennas, we have to take responsibility for those. But God put the trees there. Those are, that's his action. This is all his plan. This is all his idea. If we're going to give, or we're going to take responsibility for our actions, maybe he should take responsibility for his actions. Yeah, well, that's what he did. He said, well, since uh, they chose the opposite, they disobeyed him, they didn't trust what he was saying to them was true. He, uh, he says, then I'm going to have to do something to show them that I still love them and I didn't give up on them and I want to help them again. That's Kill himself. You know, he eventually said, I need to take their place since I'm holy. I got my rules. I'm not going to bend my rules because I still need purity and I need people to be huh. like-minded like me. But I don't want to destroy them. I got to give them a free choice. So if you set my son by faith, you know, I will forgive you of all your sins, past, present, future. It'll be as if you never sinned. Even if you make mistakes until the day you die, you know, they're all forgiven. Now it's just a trust thing. You're really going to trust them the rest of your life and try to communicate with them and talk to them like he's someone that's uh, important to you, that you want to know. You want to be interested. See, it's like a test to see, uh, can you show me while you're in this life that you can enjoy being with me for eternity? We have huh. things that we can plan for the future. If you can't stand me now, how do I know you're going to stand me in the future? You know, even though I want you to do this of your own free will. At first, he will introduce himself to circumstances, show that he's involved, he's there involved in your life, trying to show you that he cares. Are you willing to accept his love and then follow his path? And then if you do, for eternity, he knows in heaven, you're not going to be there against your will because you want to be there with him and others. Now, there's going to be some people that just don't want nothing to do with nobody. I'm selfish. I just don't care. I don't care. You know, I'd rather go to hell. I mean, it's like, I mean, I'd rather go to hell. your own destiny. You know what I'm saying? They, they want to be in hell. That you get what they you want. You want to have what you want, you know, but doesn't mean it's going to end well when you die. You know, what who saying? decided that though, Rick, who decided it would be that way? I mean, we, we have, you know, God decided the only way to get to heaven was like the bridge. You could say he was like the bridge. You know, there's this chasm between him, his world and our world. And there's this big pit of nothingness, huh. you know, that right there. And if we don't cross over that bridge to get to his side in his way, if we try to do it any other way, a thief or robber comes up another way, but the main person comes into the main gate. You know, if you do it his way, you're going to make it. But if you have to do, to do it that it way, though, way, that's it. Hey, you have to do it that way or hell. All right. That's what Jesus he says. I'm the way to choose the life. Don't make other father but by me. I mean, he's basically specific. I'm the only way because I'm a pure God. I need hmm. the sin thing dealt with. That you guys have issues with. And I can't set you free and put my spirit into you if you're unclean and you're fallen because of Adam and Eve. That's his own choice. He brought death to all of us. Like I said, Adam and Eve is the reason why we're all. He could, he could do it any way he chooses, Rick, but he chooses but God that wants way. To change us, but we have to want to be changed. If we don't want to be changed, we're not going to be changed. Rick, do you have kids? Uh, yeah. So when your kids break one rule, let's say you put one rule down don't eat this fruit snack. Right. And the kid eats the fruit snack. What do you do, Rick? Well, usually you discipline them, but you don't. What, you like don't what? Hit them, you know. What I'm okay, you don't hit them. Okay, so what do we do? Obviously, you know, they, they've not listened once. Keep word with them until you finally the light comes on one day. And keep says, trying. It's not pay to keep being you. <laughs> there it is. There it's it is. You keep trying, right, Rick? Yeah. They keep trying. You're patient. God just wants effort. Yeah, he doesn't want perfection. We're not talking about God right now. We're talking about Rick. We're talking about Rick, not God. Yeah, I mean, and that's what God is. He just wants us to have given effort to trust. Talking about Rick. 
We're talking about Rick though. No God, we're, we're leaving him out of it for a second here. Okay. Rick as a Rick as a father. Rick would not punish his children after they disobeyed him once. Yeah, I mean, you know, I should discipline them if they were doing something wrong. Okay. Know? So we ate and the fruit snack we're not supposed something. to eat. Rick, what do we do? Well, like I said, you say uh, I told you not to eat. You disobeyed me. Then keep you know, trying. Exactly. Yeah, so we're going to keep trying. You're not going to lash out irrationally. You're not going to hit right. them. You're oh, not no, going to no. ground them for life and their kids' lives and their kids' right. lives and that kids' lives. You know, you're not going right. to do well, that. The thing is, yeah, but the thing is, you, you, there's two consequences for your bad choice. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So, uh, we're talking about like, the extremity of the consequences. I'm taking away, okay, well, let's say they got, uh, they didn't clean your room and they got, you're supposed to get a dollar for that week and they didn't clean your room. They're not going to get that dollar. We're talking about the fruit snack. Let's stay on the fruit snack. They okay. ate the fruit snack they're not supposed to eat. Right. Now they've spoiled their dinner. Right. Are we going to punish them forever? Or are we oh, going no, to give them another chance? That's why we're going to give them another chance. What did God choose? After after Adam and Eve ate the fruit from the right. tree that he made and put right. in the middle of the garden, not on the moon, not right. in a secure location, right, oh, yeah, right in the middle of the garden. Their, and then he let the listen. snake in, knowing that the snake would convince them to eat the fruit. Knowing. He knew. Right. So. As a parent, I see this story and I'm disgusted. There is no way this is what a loving father would do to his kids after they disobey him once. Right. And it's his fault. If I put all the fruit snacks in the middle of the table, in the middle of the kid's room, right. all the fruit snacks, and told them, don't eat any of those fruit snacks. And they ate them. Right. Would I go through and punish them like God did? I will make your pains in childbirth very severe with painful labor and you will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over you. Cursed is the ground through all these different ridiculous curses because of one disobedience, because God let the snake in, God put the tree there, God made the tree this way, and God made these consequences. So as far as responsibility for your actions i don't see god taking any responsibility for his actions of making the tree putting it there letting the snake in knowing yeah, well, exactly what would happen the free will is he, is that's not free will if he already knows what's going to happen he knows what is it going to take to change their minds to convince them to eat it and well, he no, said he, it's going to be the snake so i'm going to let well, that in the garden. when i was there but he didn't know he yeah he may have known known but he Hmm. Lucifer was a uh, more intelligent than Ezekiel was. Like I said, he was very cunning. He was smarter he, than God. Go, you know, he he when he fell from heaven, like I said, it all started after he, Lucifer fell from heaven. He started the rebellion and tried he tried to spoil everything God did. He tried to prove, I believe he tried to prove <laughs> to the devil that he was good, that he can have he created life and he had a purpose. He convinced he God good. he was good. But then he was telling Satan, but I don't think he did with Job. He, I, he can't, you know, I, I proved to you this. He's gonna love me regardless of what you do, Satan. Because and he, he already knew, though. Him, but he, you know, you know. But God already knew he was going to love him, so it was kind of pointless to let Satan destroy his kids. Yeah. But like I said, God is sometimes trying to show us total trust in Him. I mean, like I said, He's God, and we really are like the clay. We really don't have much say so in the matter. In one sense, I you do. Know? I, I do, Rick. And I'm going to I'm going to tell you that's monstrous to to slaughter somebody's kids knowing that that guy's going to love you either way. I think that's I think it's terrible. I think it's terrible. Like I said, when we get to heaven, they will all make more sense to us then. Like I said, what, what, that we don't understand about God. You know what, what happens saying? if I don't want to go to heaven, Rick? Yeah. Well, you won't go. That's what you don't want to do. You know. You I don't. To... I don't want to be in heaven. Um, there's no nighttime in heaven. That's first off. I like nighttime. Yeah. I like the stars, the sun, the moon, the sun. <laughs> I like the nighttime, but there's none of that in heaven. So that's one thing I, I already missed right there. 
Uh, I'm going to be a servant to God. I don't want to be a servant to anybody. So there's, there's two things right off the bat that I don't like. So, oh, and I have to worship a documented child killer. I'm not real keen on that. Not real keen on that, Rick. So those are the three things. So if I choose not to do that, God has a special place for me because he loves me so much that if I reject him, he wants me to do what, Rick? What's, what's, what's hell? What happens in hell? Well, that's just a separation where you're, you know, I think not of us misunderstand hell. I think it's a place of what you have your own making. You know, is it a nice that, place? No, not that no. kind of making. I'm talking about so all I can't be dark, happy in hell. All the darkest things that you like in life is what your mind would be consumed with. Why? And at times it'd be moments you'll think about when you could have had Jesus, but you'd say, No, I don't want to. You know, and then why would uh, God make it that way? Though, Rick? All over again because that's what you chose. You wanted to have that. No, Rick, I, I, I'm choosing to live my eternity in a nice cabin in the mountains. Yeah, but river next to it way, and all that, but without not Jesus. according to the way Jesus is in the words talks about it. So yeah. Jesus set it up so I can't do that. Yeah, he basically said there's, you know, he's the only way to get to a place where, you know, goodness and love and no mercy, no pain is. Everything opposite of evil is, is all going to be there. So, I mean. But God's there. I mean, like I said, yeah. And God's. Well, how is God there if it's everything the opposite of evil? Yeah. Because he's not going to, he doesn't allow evil into that part of his world. That's why. He is it evil to drown out. kids? No, he was drowning people that were all rejecting him. They were their children. This, this totally natural, you you know, this crazy, you know what I'm saying? This natural, just doing everything that was unnatural. They were killing each other, raping each other, hurting each other. They, so what about the children? You know, everybody. What about even the puppies the and kittens? Demented, uh, everybody, obviously, you know, at that time, God says, I'm just going to have to wipe them out and start from scratch and try to see if I can get people to start trusting me. I mean, like I said, all this stuff doesn't make sense still sometimes because, you know, no times. He's God, and like I said, we're gonna have to actually beat him face to face. Let him expound to you face to face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'd like that. I, I got a lot of questions. Bits and pieces, but you know, like I said, we only know in part. We prophesy in part. You could say, but everything someday face to face all makes sense. But so, until then, it's pretty much we can do about it. You know? It's okay and not evil to drown evil children. Yeah, that's really what God chose to do. You know, I mean, like I said, we're. But that's a good thing, though. Piece of clay, and like I said, we really don't have to say so in a man like that. I do, Rick. I have a brain that works, but doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Mostly, (laughs) I'm just saying. And I can say that drowning kids is evil. I can say that because drowning kids is evil. Yeah, we try to drown some of them. Yeah, puppies, kittens. Hey, I'm trying to do this to help you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love you. I love you. Why won't you just love me back? Drown, drown, drown. So God chose this way. God chose to do that instead. Can God separate evil from people? Can God change hearts and minds? Well, yeah. Like I said, he does do that. He can. Eventually, in that moment, he chose not to change hearts and minds. He chose just to wipe the slate clean. Forget it. That's too much work. I can't can't change the heart of all these puppies, kittens, kids. And I think the biggest thing is he wanted to emphasize how... You know how he hates evil and he just refuses because that's not the realm he really wants, even though he knows about it, understands it. Whew. I mean, he likes it. Yeah. He, his, his nature is totally anti evil, and yet he, you know, we all chose that evil instead of good. Like I said, anti-evil. all this stuff that we're going through now would have never happened if we would have never ate the food. We would have just trusted him. Well, if he never put the trees there, we didn't know this would have happened. Well, then, no, that's then you wouldn't know for sure if you can trust him. You know, even what though he's mean? God, but he has know, to tempt me first. Before I know I can trust him? He wants to, you know, obviously he wants to see if we would trust him. But I think, obviously, I think 
he realized <laughs> when it was all said and done, we had to be born, we had to be spiritually alive. We mm. have to have more than this humanity to his I don't know. You could say there was probably a flaw in his creation in a sense. You know, when there's definitely flaws in the creation, Rick. <laughs> that there was something that the body, you know, wasn't able to be, you know, like I said, he didn't want a robot and he found out that he couldn't, you know, have really what he wanted. He can't have robots without because some people won't be killing kids. You know, won't be what he wants. You know what I'm saying? We huh. he just knew that humanity needed hope. And and uh, the only way to do it is to drown kids. We had to allow everything to carry its course. Like I said, when we allowed you know, they 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 brought the evil themselves and ate the fruit. Like I said, all oh, it's victim blaming. Them, you know, once they ate the fruit, that was it. You know, I mean, yeah, even though he technically knew about it, but we we brought it on. You know, if they want to never eat their fruit, we wouldn't be going through what we're going through. You know what I'm saying? That's just it's interesting how you twist it around to it's our fault. When God put the tree there, knowing what would happen, knowing we would but make those decisions. All things, but see. That's where faith and trying to understand his purpose makes more sense once you know him. You know, makes like more said, sense once you know him. I just saw it. Yeah, I saw. I saw a lot what you were saying. And you and, know him. But then, I, you know, I realized as time went by that, you know, he was just trying to show us how much he wanted us just to trust him and not to think that you know he, he let us see the results of what evil would be like if evil ruled. And he so he allowed huh. it to happen that we would understand what good and evil is all. And that's why he gave us a choice. All of us throughout each generation have a choice. You want evil for eternity or you rather have good? You know, that's up to you. you know? Is that how you show your children that they to trust you? To tempt them and hurt them? No, it's like I said, whatever no. evil happens. Yeah. We, we don't happens need that with our kids, right? It is happening. Our kids don't need faith to believe in us because when they need us, we're there. Right? Right. right. I don't need faith. So if God's this awesome father, why can't right. he just show up? Why do we need faith? Well, because he's, he's already there. Is this sometimes we just don't, he just don't realize he's right there. Well, where's I the mean, faith he, then? He, if he's he already there and we know it, where do we need faith then? No, but some of us don't believe it. He's there. Okay. You so know, you have I'm to sorry. pretend he's there. I mean, if, if he, if he's, and then he's there. That's why a lot of people some, some, somehow inside call out, God, if you're out there, help me. And he helps. He shows up because. You he didn't work for me, Rick. If you don't call out to him, he's not going to come. It didn't work for me. It, it didn't yeah. work for countless other people. When you call out to God. Yeah, the Bible says when you call out to God, he'll show you things. He'll help you when right, times right, of need right. and all that. He didn't yeah. help me. He didn't help countless other people. All these kids right now that are being assaulted in his church, in his home. He's right. not helping them while they're crying out for his name to yeah. save them. Well, and sometimes it's just our time to be with them, like martyrs, you could say, you know. Sometimes people Rick, die that's, for their faith. That's terrible. So a oh, child I mean, has to I mean, suffer like just so they can be with Jesus? Right. God well, wants it this way. Right. All I know is, like I said, God works the way he works. And we really much have much no say so in a minute. You know, yeah, I don't like the way he works. Apparently, these are these yeah, are quite the monster. When you get to heaven someday, maybe he'll explain them to you. Well, Not that he's quite, <laughs> but that he needs to. You well, know I can't saying. wait to talk to him. It, you talk to him, right? Right. But yeah, do you want me to share some of the things that happened to me? That uh, yes, I, I yes. After them. this, let's. Okay. Can you communicate with God, and I can ask him questions because he doesn't answer my questions, but you communicate with him. Right. Can we do that? Is that something that uh, he's capable of? Yeah, well, yeah, he, he he can talk to different forms. Okay. He can talk to you, literally, to a still small voice in your I'm mind. I'm gonna talk to him through you. Are you ready? Yeah. Yahweh, no, I mean, are you listening? 
Yeah, I mean, guys, tell me something unknowable say. that that would convince me I'm talking to Yahweh. Right. Well, like I said, his fears in me. No, he doesn't always reveal things if it's not important or if it's inspired. Oh, I mean, it's not important. Right now, I, Rick. Maybe I'm not in tune with the Holy Spirit right now. This whole sense, but otherwise, he doesn't. Oh, talk it's raining about outside. Stop twenty four seven. The sun's not in the right there. location. But there's times when you need him the most, or when you need answers. That's usually when he will come to you in your mind. Uh, but well, like it I didn't said, for me. It didn't work for me. You know, you just, you're just winging it, you could say. And God is. Uh, we reveal at the times if he knows you. Oh, you're going down the wrong path because you got. Like I said, we got past. We all. I'm going on the wrong path, path Rick. Or you know, I'm on that path to the to the hell that he's going to throw me in. He hasn't stopped me. All he has to do is say hi, show right. up. Rick, right. I'm talking to him through you. Yahweh, show up. Right. Yep. No, no, nothing. No. Okay, tell me. Okay, go ahead. No, no, because, because you know, talk to God in a sense of, I don't want to say disrespectful, but in a sense where, you know, God's not going to really be told what to do or asked what to do. He's going to do. Because you know he, he's holy and he expects he's going to do whatever he wants. Reverence, you yeah. know what I'm saying. He showed up for Saul on the road to Damascus, turned him into yeah. Paul. Because he he, did, he wasn't looking for God, but God found yeah. him. But the thing yeah. is, well, he he thought it was where's my moment. God. He actually, in his heart, he knew his sincerity was there, but he was thinking they were mm. a cult, you know, and that's why he was trying to kill the Christian and persecute <laughs> him because he thought they were a cult. He had to reveal to him that he wasn't a cult, that he was who he said he was, that he was God in the flesh at the time. And mm -hmm. he and he rose again, and then he and then he realized, oh, you are the Lord. You're the yeah. one I've been following and believed in all my life. And now do that for everyone, him. and then he save everyone. He would do anything if he would sincerely he would, talk to us. But Jesus, he won't. In your life, for example, say, "Geez, I really don't understand things that you did and all that, yeah. but I know you obviously care for me. You made me. I'm obviously here, and I would like to live for you and understand you. And I do believe you're out there. Just come in my life and change me. He yeah. would do that." But well, he, he didn't, Rick. I was a Christian did. for half my life. He never showed up. He had half my life to show up, and he, now, he were didn't. Were you religious, or were you really? I was a Christian. I went to church three times a week. I was teaching the Sunday school on occasion. Uh, went to youth group. I I did everything, man. I, was, I played Jesus once. I mean, right. crap. I was in it. God never showed up for me. I remember crying out to him several times. He never showed up for me. It was weird. He showed up for everybody else, apparently. Turns out it was just faith that it was God showing up, but it was just their own subconscious. Yeah. Well, um, sometimes, you know, he knows where our hearts and our minds at, where we're skeptic. Maybe there's something you were, he asked you to surrender to him, and he didn't. God he didn't ask me. He hasn't asked I don't me. Know, shit, I don't right? know. I'm just saying, I don't know. Right. I don't know brain. I don't know. making excuses right. for God, Rick. Yeah, I'm <laughs> making his own excuses. No, I'm just saying, God, you know, judges according to our hearts and where we're at, you know? Yeah. Maybe well, he's you're not really seeking anymore. If you're giving up on him or you walk away, he'll wait till you, he breaks you. Then you finally say, all right, now I think he's ready to see so more. Does he, thank up. you. He, does he judge me on my good heart or that, or, or if I love him? What does he judge me on? What if I'm, I'm like the most awesome person in the world, never did anything wrong? Freaking, what's his name? Uh, oh, we know. Rogers, Mr. Wrong. Rogers. <laughs> what if I'm Mr. Rogers, man? I just don't believe in God and I die. And God's like, well, you're a perfect human being, but you didn't love me. Hell. Like I said, that, 
you know, God is, you know, is beyond us sometimes. You know? Like I said, it sounds like a monster. I'm not right? God, so I really can't. You I know, know you're not God, Rick. Questions. I can you see know, you. Know, we can talk. <laughs> you know, I'm saying God is the way it's going to be. And God is something. Mm. Like I said, we only know in part. We probably say in part is Paul says we don't see everything that makes sense right now. Yeah, it definitely doesn't Somebody make sense. But the Bible also says that God is not the author of confusion. And Rick, I'm confused. I am confused. But I, I do want to hear your story. So let's 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 end with that. I want to pick your best one. What is the most convincing story that you have? Tell us that one. Okay. All right. Well, <clears throat> my uh, story uh, started out with uh, you know growing up as a kid. You know, I would say. Jesus, if you're really real, you know, you prove to me, I'll, I'll lift you. Mm. But if you don't, you know, then maybe you're not out there. Because, you know, mm. we're all, you know, woke up in this world wondering, how did we get here? Why are we here? You know, what's the purpose? Well, you know, and it's how old were you? The thought of, well, when I was thinking this, yeah. Yeah, well, well, nine or 10. Nine or 10. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I wanted to believe that there was a God that this is not it. I mean, this is the thought of, as you grow up as a kid, especially you start seeing people dropping like flat. There's people dying. Yeah. All of a sudden, these loved ones, these grandmas, these grandparents, the people you cared for, all of a sudden they died. You know, and so yeah. Yeah, as a kid, it kind of makes you worried about that. Man, that sucks. If I knew I was going to be born just to die, why are you even born? You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah. man, this sucks. You know, and so God, if you're really real, I don't want to, you know, die. I, I want to be Purpose. able to have the hope to live again, mm. continue on, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Find, you haven't found a purpose yet. You're only nine years old. Talking out to the air, <laughs> the sense out to the universe or wherever. Say, God, if you're really real, I mean, help me understand you. And, uh, hmm. and I'll live for you because uh, I want to know if you're real because I want to love you and I want to live for you. But I don't know Weird. where you're at and how to get you. Huh. So throughout my life, I have so so many close calls where I should have died, you know, from drip, bleeding out from when I had concussions or uh, cracked my head open or uh, getting hit by cars. I mean, weird things are happening. I'm walking away all this time. Wondering this, why am I keeping me alive? Am I Superman? <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man, maybe Spider-Man. <laughs> but there was, a, there was a time, uh, like around 12 years old. Here it is. Uh, all right. Now this, go. This is part. Right, here I am, 12 years old. old. I remember, I used to get beat up a lot as a kid, okay? For some oh, reason, I used sorry, to think man. Like, why can't we just like each other? Why do we got to yeah. hate each other? You know, yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Why can't we all be friends with people? Kids are cruel. I, used, I always sure. thought that was so weird. Why, why do we got to have war? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I was confident, objective too. When I joined the Navy, I, I was anti-war. I didn't want to join the regular army because I didn't want to be thought of shooting you. <laughs> Even if you're a different uh, nationality because why are we fighting in the first place? All of uh, yeah. over greed, over stupid things, over land, or politics. Usually stupid things, yeah. But that's yeah. another story in itself. Yeah, here yeah. I am. Uh, I ran into this apartment complex and I ran into these two young girls. Uh-huh. And they said to me, hey, little boy, is it, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, because it's, it's a private apartment complex. So I'm saying, I didn't uh -huh. mean to trespass. No, no, little boy, everything's fine. Uh, we're having a puppet show, and uh, we would like you to know if you want to come. We're, you know, this is, uh, well, okay. Uh, and I uh, said, so where is it at? And they, they talk, you know, take me there. But then he, they gave me this glove about Jesus, and we talked about how Jesus died for my sins, and that he loves me, and that he's real, and all that stuff. And at the time, you know, okay, I'm listening. But, you know, it was piquing my interest. I was wondering, you know, is he's real? I mean, could I see him someday? Or is there, am I able to understand him? Hmm. Hang on. I don't know. Nope. <laughs> well, the answer was no to both Anyways, of those. <laughs> Uh-oh. Technical difficulties. Please hold. 
Oh no, Rick. Yes. Hang on. All right. You're freezing up a little bit. I'm getting worried. Did I get those pop-ups on your end? No. <laughs> I need to get a decent computer. All right. Well, why this thing is going away? I uh huh. so if they had to put show and talk about and all that. And uh and when it was all over with, this is the weirdest thing. This is when I kind of like when I start realizing huh. there was good and evil, but at the time I didn't realize demons were real at the time. I just because it was a freaky thing while it was happening. As I was uh listening to the public show when it was all with and they said, Who here would like to accept Jesus in their heart? Uh-huh. Right? And ask uh-huh. them to get them while they're young, get those kids you know? in there. Yeah. Send, all the you know, the kids, it is scattered. Uh-huh. And I go, Wow, this is weird. But then something was telling my mind. And I like these ladies. They're really sweet ladies. They're really of nice. Of course. Yeah. And uh, so voice in my mind is saying, don't listen to them. Go away. Don't even, you know, just ignore them. They're crazy. You don't want them believing this Jesus. And, and it's like, where are these voices coming from in my mind? Something <laughs> trying to voices. talk me out of listening to what they're saying. <laughs> you know, and it's freaking me out a little bit. You know, wondering, why am I hearing all these negative voices? I, I know bad feelings with these girls. They were actually nice to me. So why would I not want to listen to what they're saying? So I, it was weird, but I, me and this other girl, the only one that kind of listened to. So they they talked to this one little girl hmm. about Jesus, and this other woman was talking to me about Jesus and about being born again, accepting him uh, in our heart and asking him to come in. And I asked them a question. They didn't understand what I meant. I asked them, I said, hey, can I see Jesus? They say, yeah, you can see him in your heart. You know, and they were thinking I could feel him in my heart. I meant to see him. You're like for real, man. Don't give me this. I can see it in my heart. And and that's pretty much what I was saying. Said I want to be able to know God's out there. Yeah, know God. Exactly. I I didn't know what to pray, and uh, and I said I don't know what to say. And uh, well, why they're trying? She's trying to teach me about Jesus and accepting Him in prayer, about Mm -hmm. sinner's prayer, for example. All of a sudden, I heard that little girl crying, and I'm thinking, oh my, they must have hit that little girl. You know? Mm -hmm. Hey, why she? Here with the Bible. I said, why is she crying? And she says, no, she feels God's love. I said, oh, okay. And then all of a sudden she got happy after she finished praying. She said, oh, Jesus loves me and takes off. I said, oh, okay, that's weird. You're crying and you're happy. So now I'm a little confused here. I said, okay, I don't know what to pray. And I said, I closed my eyes, right? Now this is the thing that would blow your mind if it happened to you. I closed my eyes and I bowed my head and I started seeing the Mm. Lord Jesus. I believe he died and rose again on the cross mm-hmm. the third day. And I believe, you know, that you're my, you know, you died for my sins and you come in and be my Lord and Savior and help me live for you. Mm-hmm. Weirdest thing is, my eyes were closed and my arms are going up like this by themselves. So I opened my eyes thinking those girls are pulling up my arms. So I opened up my eyes. I freaked out because they're not, but they're going up by themselves. <laughs> so now so God I'm is forcing to you to down. praise him. They start going up by themselves. And I'm trying to pull them back down all of a sudden. Isn't that boys, kind of robot like? Where's your free will? Rick, where's your free will? Huh? Where's your free will? No, I know, but it was God's forcing you to praise him. As it's going up, I was a little scared, but then he spoke to me, okay, in my mind. And you're hearing voices. And he says, let go. You know, and a non threatening voice, but a very peace and loving voice. Let go. And I let go. And then tired to explain. It's almost as if someone took a book of love, everything opposite of evil. Peace beyond count, human understanding, love. All I just all of a sudden, I no longer want to live on Earth. 
I wanted to be with this presence that I was feeling. I wanted to leave Earth and be with it uh -huh. because I felt so much different than this world feels. You know, it's like, yeah, this Earth sucks. I want to be. So with God me. changed you, right? So He changed. But then I had a vision, which I didn't and know. a vision. My arms went up when I put my arms up and I let go. The girls disappeared. All of a sudden, I'm looking at clear blue sky. You're and flying. Beautiful. All of a sudden, I thought a white cloud was being performed, but it got closer and closer. And all of a sudden, I see Jesus in the white robe like Revelation. The best way I could make out his face is like the sun. I could not even make it up. And he spoke to me, and he told me he loved it. And someday, uh, I'm going to be telling others about him, and people will be drawn to me because of my testimony. Why doesn't and, he tell everybody himself, Rick? That he loves me, that he has a purpose for my life. Rick. I, I, what? Why doesn't he tell everybody else, Rick? Why didn't I get a vision? Why can't he talk to me? I've asked him to talk to me. Right now, specifically, we've I've asked him several times to talk to me. Why does he choose to talk to you and not me? You're not the only one praying for that, Rick. People have been praying for years. God's timing is not our timing. Like I said, he does things in his own way. He I'm on my way to hell. I know, but he ain't dead yet, are you? So obviously he's not ready. <laughs> I'm just saying, he still got breath. He got a good. He, got a good he still has a chance he, to he show up. My God, and he didn't get a chance. Okay. <laughs> but until then, God's time. He's not like I said. Our thoughts about his, you know, his way. He he can't comprehend God. That's for sure. All so he story, wants me to live in sin. I don't know why he chose me to do that. Sometimes I don't even feel worthy enough for this vision. But like I said, that's still even after all that. A little bit at a time, he kept, you know, protecting me, watching over me, you know? Mm -hmm. I didn't really get to know God fully until yeah. the Navy. But the first year and a half in the Navy, I was clinging. I was trying to get a Section 8. I wanted mm -hmm. out. I was all mad because <laughs> you're John Letter. Right? <laughs> you tried to get Section 8? <laughs> yeah, I tried. I tried everything you could think of. Drink, drugs. Oh, Rick, you're funny. A, a brain, a two words I made up. So I had a medical record stick just trying to get excuses and get thrown out. That's awesome. Because I wanted out. But then, well, no matter what I did, it wasn't getting any better. So oh, I finally man. convinced an officer that I was very friendly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> then, at that time, back in the 80s, you no, yeah. Yeah. And so I was on my way out. And then all of a sudden, That's terrible, Rick. Time when I was going to get out, there was this black Christian came up to me. His name was Jeff, and he kept telling me about Jesus, and Jesus saved on his heart. I was like, oh, this guy's nuts, you know? <laughs> and I, I, you know, I was like, hey, you know, you should come to my church, you know? Jesus is real. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that vision. Mm. And uh, and he told me that he loved me, that someday I'll understand and I'll be working, for, you know, doing things for him. But I forgot all about that vision. And so I'm in the drugs and I'll go back in time, doing all this crazy stuff, trying mm. to get the section eight, like you said. And then he, this guy, it seemed like wherever I try to hide, this guy seemed to be finding me. Oh, hey, Rick. Hey, you come to my church yet? And I'm thinking, God, I wish this guy would leave me alone, you know? <laughs> He's making me uncomfortable. I read my sci fi. I don't have time. Uh -huh. And uh, so one day, now this is what blew my mind. And see the thing in the Navy, by the way, they always call you Petsky by your last name. It's yeah. your rank. Military thing, yeah. They never call yeah. you by your first name, usually. Yeah. And so nobody knew my intimate name. My Rick was my, my name that my parents called me, but my real name is Frederick. But Rick's my nickname because my dad's name was Frederick, so he always called me Rick. So I never thought nothing of it at the time. I'm walking off the ship one day. Okay, now check this out. I'm walking off the ship one day. I had plans maybe go to the beach and do something. And all of a sudden, I hear, as I'm walking to the, get to the pier uh, of the, you know, the ramp that goes off the ship, I heard my name, Rick. So I'm thinking like you or somebody's calling me. So I turn around, it's a sailor over there in the quarter deck. And I said, yeah, what do you want? 
There's Pesky. I can talk to you. Oh, okay. Took two more sips. Rick. I go, come on. I heard someone call me, man. Don't be telling me. I'm not high, by the way. I just got off of work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, it just freaked me out. I'm thinking, I know I hear clear thing. I yeah. Hear yeah. And all of a sudden, I took two more steps. Because I said, just get off the shit. <laughs> you know? And he, all of a sudden, talked to Jeff. Talked to Jeff, and my head turns. There was that black Christian walking away, you know? <laughs> I go, talk to him. Yeah, okay. Hey, Jeff, Jeff. And uh, he goes, praise God. Yeah, whatever. I said, uh, I decided to go to your Bible study, man. Just uh, let me know. Oh, praise God. What changed your mind? I, said, I felt like yeah, I could tell my heard voices. Oh, yeah. Uh, just wanted to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? So then I decided to go to the church, you know? And yeah. I said, Bible study. Then you start talking about stuff that I think, man, I'm sorry. He started yeah. telling you about speaking your tongues. It's enough to blow your mind. Okay. I'm thinking, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it's back then, but that happens today. And, you know, you show me some scriptures that give us some validation. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm still a little nervous, you know. But I decided to go to the church with him. Yeah. First thing I did, I go to this, they asked me to go to the prayer room with him. And I said, okay. So I go in the prayer room, and then there's this people, and I kneel there and just start with Jesus. Oh, Jesus, help me understand your will. Help me understand your purpose. Why I'm here. I want to know yep. you more. So you asked, and God did stuff. Right. I wanted God to help me. But then yeah. all of a sudden I started hearing people praying and it wasn't English. Okay. laka 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 laka. All of a sudden, yep. all of a sudden I look. Uh, <laughs> hey, you didn't tell me this guy's foreign. Does he know English? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. He's just praying in the spirit. Let's go into church. <laughs> so, <laughs> I saw so did you yeah, eventually like, okay. end up end up praying in the spirit as well? Did you end up yeah. speaking yeah, in, tongues, in tongues as they call it? When they never heard it before. No, I never did that either. Right? Sorry, I asked was... for things. I asked for things. God never did them for me. I asked for God to show up. He never did it. I asked for God to say anything to me. He's never done it. So for some reason, he did it for you. He's also heard children crying out while being assaulted in his own home, but he's done nothing. But he's 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 answered your prayers, talked to you, saved you. I don't think that's a very good God. I think that's well, a kind of a wishy-washy, an absent father. So, But thank you for that, Rick. I appreciate the stories. Even though I asked for one, <laughs> uh, go ahead and uh, we'll, we'll close it out here. Last words, and where can we find your stuff at? All right, yeah, my uh, my books on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. You can get it uh, either audio or paperback. Mm. Like I said, the main reason I wrote the book was to encourage people, to give mm. people hope. And like I said, my book will help people understand how they can connect with God. Like I said, if you read the book and you kind of go through it, you'll be able to understand how I was able to connect with him, how he showed himself and built himself to him. And he does want to reach out to the backslider and the people that don't know God and the unbeliever. But it's just simple. It's trusting him. And when you believe, believe he's going to help you and he'll, he'll, he'll reveal himself to you. If you hmm. pray with an agnostic attitude towards him and say, I need you to prove yourself, he doesn't answer that way. But if he does, humble yourself. I mean, here, I mean, what he does. I told an atheist once, he said, I don't believe in God. He said, if I yeah. prove to God that real, God's real, will you uh, live for him and you'll accept him? But I'll never talk to you about Jesus again if he nothing happens. He goes, what are you talking about? I said, I just want you to believe at this moment, for real, that he really died for you, and that he's real, and that he wants to come in with your heart with his Holy his Spirit. And uh -huh. I said, he says, okay, this is this one moment I want to believe that he's real, and I believe he died. So I said this prayer with him. Uh -huh. I said, he started to cry, and he started feeling the love of God. He uh -huh. the presence of God. And uh -huh. I said, he goes, wow, God's real. I feel it, you know, and he's really real. And he goes, thanks. I mean, oh, I, don't, I couldn't believe it, I didn't believe it, but now I it's like all of a sudden his eyes were open, and it's like uh -huh. he saw him. And he started going to church. He was a, a good friend of mine in the church for many years. 
you know, before yeah. I left Hawaii. After I got out. Do you know the story of Gideon? Or me? Gideon? Do you know the story of Gideon? Gideon, right? Yeah. Where Gideon yeah. tested God and God. Oh, yeah. About the fleece? Yeah. And God's like, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll play along. And he right. did all the things Gideon asked him to do to prove his right. willingness. So why does God not do that now? Why cannot God not prove himself when I ask him to? He does it in the Bible. Right. He he shows miracles in the Bible to prove his reality. Why can't he do that for me? I think the best thing I think we can do, if you want, we just pray together and now you can ask God to reveal himself to you. Well, I, I've prayed with tons and tons of guests and nothing has worked. Oh, okay. But let's let's plug your stuff. Where can we find you? And then we can end it out in prayer and see what happens oh. there. All right, go ahead. Where can we find you? Yep, like I said, uh, eventually I'm going to have a, a website called realmiracles.com. Yeah. And then then I'm also going to, you know, have availability. People can get it through Amazon hmm. um, and look up the book there. And, gotcha. Uh, so and then okay. the time. Also, I got a like, Facebook page, stuff like that, author Rick Petsky. But yeah, that's that. Uh, and how we spell that? P-A-E-T-Z-K-E. Rick Petsky. Right. Make sure you spell right. that correctly or you're not going to find the right Rick. <laughs> we want to find the right rick all right rick do your best let's see if we can get god to change me let's go say that prayer and then we'll close it out with that you gotta pray with me and you gotta believe in this prayer is gonna work you know i have to believe the prayer is going to work okay i'm believing the prayer is going to work hold on let me get in that right frame of mind believing the prayer is going to work Ooh, i'm mustering up all the belief i can in okay go you also believe that the sacrifice he did was for you too, all the time for you. Oh, now I have to make his sacrifice make sense, Rick. The sacrifice oh, no, doesn't no, make I mean, any he sense. He died for your sins. He, no, okay, I mean, he did it. Okay, yeah, it doesn't make sense, but he did it. Okay, okay, hold on. He he did it, and it's gonna come true. He did because he wanted to save us from ourselves. Oh, you gotta stop adding things, Rick. <laughs> we understand. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. Uh, okay, yeah, we accept oh, him under his terms. That's a hard. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm accepting his terms. Just okay, okay. Here we do go. it. Here, All right, here we go. Go. Okay. All right, Lord go. Jesus. You gotta repeat what I say. I'm ready. Oh, Lord Jesus. I believe. I believe that you're here right now. That you're here right now. In this room. In this which room? Your room, my room. Your room. My room. In my room. Or in, in the studio here. He's here right now, right? In the He's studio. In gotcha. Studio. Sitting on the Lord Jesus. Sitting right there. I ask you. I ask you to please, please make yourself known, make yourself known and come into my life and come into my life and fill me with your Holy Spirit. You fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me live for you. Ooh, man. Why do I have to live for him? Why can't I just live for myself and my family, the people around me? If you do these things, it will work. Okay. Okay. And, And I'll live for you. Go ahead. And I will tell others about you and trust you. And I will tell others about you and trust you. From this day forward. From this day forward. And I believe you rose again from the dead. And that you rose again from the dead. And that you're going to be with me from this day forward. This is very long, Rick. And that you're going to be with me from this day forward. This day forward. This day forward. I'm believing this now in Jesus' name. In Jesus. I'm believing this now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Right. Now, you may not feel something at the moment, but in time, God's going to start talking. That's, there's nothing. I don't feel no, any no. change, he, Rick. Sometimes he doesn't I, don't, I still don't see him. Like I'm I said, pretending that he's there. Yeah, see, you, you're trying to project what, how he's going to reveal himself, but he's going to reveal himself. Someday you're going to send me a text and say, Rick, I finally heard oh, him. I'm still but not you, convinced, Rick. You do, I, I said you all those pretty words. 
Okay, well, you'll see. But God's, he's just trying to, he's going to show you stuff. He's going to be doing some things in your life, brother. I, I really believe God <laughs> calling you and you had the purpose in your life. And too. I'm going to know it's him. Yeah, oh yeah, you'll know. Just yeah, I'll know it's him for sure. I mean, okay. It made me unrefutable proofs. I just, I have no doubt. But I just believe God had us hook up for a reason. You may not understand me at the time. You may be a little skeptical about certain things, but I know what? your heart's in the right place. What if and I have he, a little bit of you know, doubt, though? Is he still going to show up? Yeah, well, like he, he understands everything, like I said. Oh, he understands my doubt? So he's going to do whatever it takes to make himself known to you. If you were sincere about what you just prayed, he's going to make himself known. Rick, I was sincere for half my life, and he never showed I, up. I, what I, what like difference said, is this he, little thing going to make? You were probably meant to be in the show for a reason, because he was going to do things later on that would blow your mind. Eventually. Like it's I said, all eventually. Don't be on their understanding. And he does, like I said, how he did what... Uh, Saul and how he did other people in the Bible. Everybody yeah. had a really bizarre encounter. I mean, look at uh, Elijah. You know, I mean, come on. You know, yeah. Like, and then he's killing four hundred prophets of Baal, evil people. Before I know it, he's afraid, afraid of one woman, and he's killing running kids with bears. Like he forgot all about how God could take care of him, but also he's freaking out. Oh Lord! Angels are bringing him food. Birds are bringing him food. And he's like, and he keeps telling him, Elijah, why are you here? Uh, you know, he, he said, Well, I'm the only one left alone. And he found out, No, you, you know, you're wrong. You're mistaken. You're not the only one that believes. And it's like, you know, it's like he had to teach him. He, he actually showed up. Pastor. It's crazy how he actually shows up for people in the Bible, not not for people yeah, he in the Bible. Well, not all the time. There's times that sometimes people in the Bible didn't answer. That's one thing I realized in the Bible. There's sometimes the people that believe in God gave God the right to choose what he was going to do. There's three Hebrew children. He says, if the, we were not bow down to your idol king, you know, if he throws in the fire, fine, he can protect us. But if not, we still will not buy. That means, in other words, Shamalama, yeah, that one. But if not, we're not going to bow. And if What's he sees your determination, that's determination. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He might even that's... show you stuff. Yeah, and then he kept them from burning in the fire. But he's going to throw me in the fire if I don't love him. Yeah. And he still doesn't show. Or he could save you. He could spare you. you he could. He could show up right that's... here. Like right I said, now. There's, this, there's everything he does for a reason. I, like I, I said, said pretty I words, Rick. You, get you know, I said the pretty words he likes. And he still didn't show up for me right now. That's okay. Thank you, Rick. I, this has been a blast. I appreciate, I appreciate the all the fun and, and 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 the answers and trying to help me not go to hell. I appreciate okay. that. Thanks. And so I you. do love you, brother, and I appreciate your time. And, Absolutely. Uh, I'm glad I was able to share some stuff with you. And like I said, the books are very inspiring. You should read it. And give me a shout back. Let me know what you think. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for your time and answers today. We'll keep in touch. That's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What YouTube and Facebook pages. You can also find clips of the show on TikTok under BSW the Podcast. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the Podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will get you early access to each episode by at least three days, stickers, shirts, and shout outs. That's patreon.com forward slash BSW the Podcast. For the latest events, BSW swag, including signed copies of The Bible Says What, the book, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them?
next time when the Bible says what? I wouldn't dare say that I understand God because mm. I understand that I am too small to understand God because let me explain what God is. Narcissistic abuse. You're not too small. He's too small. Don't you turn that around what? and make it the other way around. That sounds like narcissistic <laughs> abuse. Get yourself out of that relationship. Good grief, Grace. With God, you mean. <laughs> yeah, he sounds narcissistic. You're too small. He's already got you telling yourself that you're too small, Grace. Don't let him tell you that. Be bigger than Wait. him. <laughs> no, I 